Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, January 16th, 2024. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the plan to avoid a government shutdown. Number two, we've got a tax deal. And number three, the latest on investigations. But first things first, Jake. The federal government is closed today, as well as D.C. public schools. Uh, Due to the snow, obviously that's going to potentially impact what happens with the House and Senate votes scheduled for this evening. I was traveling yesterday and uh, the local D.C. airports were a mess. Uh, So going to be very interesting considering we're just three days from a partial government shutdown. Yeah, so they're going to have to make a decision and quickly. So the leadership in the House, so this... DCA, by the way, right now is atop the misery map, which is the flight aware um, uh, kind of uh, measure of delays and cancellations. Um, and this is obviously all due to the weather. Um, but um, I can attest. Leader- I can attest to that, Jake. Actually, <laughs> I just want you to know. My misery, my own misery map last night. Your misery map was high. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, there are, uh, yeah. So it is, it is, it's not looking good for Washington National Airport. But listen, there's about two to three inches of snow, which should be able, and I think the snow, right now it is 4.53 a.m. The snow, according to what I just saw, um, looks to be slowing slash stopping. So we'll have to see if that if that um, holds up. Um, but let's put it this way, Anna. Um, the um, the Senate cannot afford to uh, to put off its cloture vote tonight. That is tonight. That's hour. It's more than twelve hours away. So we're gonna have to see if they do that. I don't think they're gonna put it off. The House comes into session tonight for a kind of a BS vote, um, nothing important. But they're gonna want to get members moving toward Washington. So I would imagine it, they're gonna try to keep things. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see what they do. But it's in their interest to try to keep people moving toward. DC, um, because there's a government funding, there's a government shutdown on Friday. Um, uh, the just to recap, the leadership has passed or has sorry has released a CR. We scooped this on um, Saturday, I think it was. Um, this CR extends government funding until March first and March eighth keeping that latter approach that's so important to Mike Johnson. Um, uh, although I don't, I don't think it really matters much anymore, to be honest with you, because these, both of these funding bills are going to come basically at the same time. And um, they could be, you know, if not an omnibus somewhere close. So um, the Senate has their cloture vote tonight. The house is going to go second. Um they need to keep this on track effectively. Um, they need to keep this on track. There's a House Republican conference meeting tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning, and it doesn't make sense for them to alter the schedule in any way. But hey, listen, maybe if no one could get to town, they just you see this thing and they call it a day. <laughs> might be the easiest. Uh, might be the easiest government funding short term fix uh, we we've seen lately because you also, I mean, important to note. The House Republican majority, incredibly tenuous right now, right? Like 
There are currently 220 House Republicans and 213 Democrats. That is just a three-vote margin. Uh, And you have Representative Hal Rogers, the dean of the House, expected to be out this week following a car accident. House Majority Leader Steve Scalise also out while recovering from a stem cell transplant. That leaves Jake. And I'm not great at math, but that means, Jake, there's just a two-vote margin, leaving 218 GOP lawmakers available to vote. Wow. I mean, that is that Johnson has no room for error here. That's right. Um, It is a um, it's a very, very, very tenuous majority. Um, And listen, the the government funding bill is going to pass either um, no matter what here. The government funding bill is going to get through on suspension of the rules, which means it needs two-thirds majority to pass. It's gonna be it's gonna have to be basically all Democrats and um a hundred and ten or so Republicans, uh if if Johnson wants the majority of the House Republican conference, which you'd imagine he does. Um so that's where we are, Anna. All right, let's go on to the number two story of the morning. We've got some breaking news by our financial services reporter from the vault. Laura Weiss just crushing uh, tax coverage over the weekend with the Sunday vault. But some news here this morning that House and Senate negotiators have agreed on a roughly $78 billion framework for a package of tax benefits aimed at businesses and low-income families. According to a source familiar with the negotiations, the two sides are expected to roll out uh, this package this morning. Of course, the big question whether Senate Finance Chair Ron Wyden and House Ways and Means Chair Jason Smith can build enough support to get their deal through both chambers. It's iffy. But let's get into the details here. This is a pretty big deal, a, a tax deal that no one, I mean, very few people saw coming. That's right. Um, uh, very few people did see this coming. And um, it is a uh, a bipartisan deal that has been cut between uh, Ron Wyden and Jason Smith. Um, does not at this point have the support of Richie Neal, the top Democrat on Ways and Means, or um, uh, Mike Crapo, the top Republican on the Senate Finance Committee. That is a problem. Uh, If Crapo doesn't come along, I don't know that this gets through because Republicans are going to look to him, although there are some Republicans who are supporting it. Basic gist of it is equal measure of relief, um, uh, tax provisions for business and families. So this is a little bit of something for everybody. Um, it's going to be tough to pass. There's no question about that. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be a, um, a heavy lift, but that doesn't mean it can't get done. And, um, again, with the house so close, it's going to have to, it's probably going to have to go in suspension as well. I don't think this is going to ride on a CR. I don't think this is going to ride on a government funding bill. Um, although that's what people want. I think it's going to run on its own on, um, suspension at some point in the next month. All right, let's run to the number three story of the morning. We are tracking, of course, investigations. Uh, it's another week in the GOP-controlled House, and that means oversight is top of the agenda. Of course, uh, the House was set to vote to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress this week for defying a congressional subpoena, but there has been uh, a new effort uh, with Biden now offering to testify privately, combined with a recent GOP pledge to issue a new subpoena that will likely affect that scheduled vote. Um, but very interesting to see some progress there. And the other impeachment effort, of course, is House Homeland Security Committee 
and the effort they have to impeach DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Yeah, they ha- they're going to have to at least on Hunter Biden. They're going to have. They're probably going to have to hold off on their contempt um, for a million reasons. Uh, it would not be smart to hold somebody in contempt if they have a. Um, if they are testifying, if they say they're going to testify. So we're going to have to see how that all works out. Um, the leadership's going to have a big decision to make. But, um, you know, listen, it is it is the um, it is the plan right now to hold them in contempt this week. But listen, Hunter Biden said issue a new subpoena. If you issue a new subpoena, I'm going to schedule something. I'm going to schedule time to testify. Um, so they issued a new subpoena. He says he's going to testify. It could take weeks. But holding him in contempt at this point would be seen, I think, I, who knows, I think is overzealous. Um, and uh, I don't think that that's going to happen. So we're going to have to see how the leadership handles this. All right. One quick flag. Uh, we have our first brown bag lunch this week, Jake, on Thursday at 1 p.m. Um, the brown bag lunch is a frequent virtual briefing with our top reporters and the premium community where we will be covering news of the day and answering questions live. I uh, would love for folks to join us for that. Um, with that, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like The Daily Pond, share it on social media. Tell your friends. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also go deeper in everything we talked about and more by going to punchable.news and signing up with your email for our Monday through Friday AM edition. It's free. Uh, encourage you to do so. Stay warm, safe, and have a great day, everybody. Thanks. Thanks. 